This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... I've been looking forward to today's show all week long because those of you that have listened to Positive Talk Radio for a while know that uh, music is one of the things that not only can I not do it, but I love to listen to it. And I love to listen to great bands and great musicians. And we've got both of those today on the show. And first of all, Eric, how are you, my friend? Hey, good afternoon and happy Friday, Kevin. I'm doing fine. It is a Friday and it's raining. It's not supposed to rain. It's summertime. It's not summer. <laughs> and we've had several <laughs> hot days. So I think of this as a nice change of pace. Oh. You were you were just complaining on Wednesday about how hot you were. <laughs> so well, that doesn't this feel true. refreshing? It well, if I ever got outside, it would be. <laughs> oh, there you go. But I've been <laughs> I've been in my studio all day doing podcasts and all that kind of good stuff. But by the way, I want to thank you again for last Friday because I know we had some technical glitches and you handled it beautifully. And I want to I had actually has I had some real good comments on the show. It, it was just a great opportunity to feature the music of today's guests. So you know, I I look at it as a win win. Absolutely. And, and, and by the way, you know more about this particular song that we're about to play. The, the group that we're featuring today, they are Seattle band and uh, they are um, they've actually had 2 million um, um, down, not downloads, but uh, plays on Spotify of their, of their latest. So they're up and coming. I like to call them a local band with a national national presence. And uh, we're going to be talking to two of the members, and lead, the lead singer and the drummer slash manager, in just a moment. But before we do that, Eric, why don't we? Can you give us a little background on on the song we're about to play, and uh, then we can because you did that so beautifully last time. Well, um, yeah. Uh, well, today's guest is Limber Lost, the band, and they did a great cover of the Alana Miles classic, Black Velvet. So do you want to play a little bit of that before we bring them on? Yes, I want everybody to get an idea of just how talented these people are. Awesome. Let's see if we can share a little bit of the video as well. So here we go.
that is a little bit of Limber Lost and Black Velvet. And I just I just love doing this. This is so much fun for me. And um, with that, uh, Eric, let's go ahead and introduce Mike and Crystal. Hi, guys. How you doing? Hey. Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks so much for having us today. Oh, you're yeah, more than welcome. And by the way, I just want to make sure, because I used to do a show on KKNW featuring local artists and music. And I had one gentleman that was infatuated with the F word. And so we ran out of a seven second delay. So we had to terminate the show. So I just want to make sure that we are. Crystal, you need to behave yourself. (laughs) I'm the mother hen of the group. So really, I'll be the one policing the language for you. Well, that, that'll be good because I, I hate to make Eric have to run for the seven seconds for the dump button is what they call it. Because what they do is they dump a, a, a little bit of that of the audio so that that a bad word doesn't go out. So, so yeah, but well, welcome to the right. show. How are you guys? Doing great. We're wonderful. Enjoying the change of weather. A little bit of rain is, is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's up with that. I went to bed in Baja, California and woke up in Juneau, Alaska. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> so so Limber Lost is the name of the band. You've been together. How long have you guys been together for? Well, there's a debate on that, but uh, the actual band started in uh, right towards the early part of 2011 uh, is when the project kind of got off the ground and then uh, different people kind of came on board, I think. You know, Crystal and I would go back and forth whether she came in in 2012 or 2013 or 2014, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> uh, I think it was 2013. So anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, we we've been together for a long time. Uh, the actual band kind of kicked itself off. Uh, I would say probably towards the uh, end of 2016, we'd done some recording, uh, some singles and stuff like that, and they were starting to get a little traction in the area. And our first um, our first show, our first live show as a band was uh i think september 24th 2016 so and we've been off and running since it's never it hasn't really slowed down much <laughs> well you Not guys have been doing some great and i wanted to ask you because um 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 Brittany, who is also in the band and she also has got pip squeak piano which is uh doing some summer um things that we're going to talk about and I, she might be able to get here in a little bit and we'll talk about it then but but uh she introduced me to you guys and so i was looking at your name going is it limber lost because over time you're not as flexible as you used to be <laughs> lost our limber it's, uh you you could interpret that that way if you chose to but there is actually there's a backstory to it and uh, the Limberlost is actually a place. It's it's a swamp, a wilderness. And uh, when I was a young girl, my favorite novel was a book called A Girl of the Limberlost. Um, it's a great book. It's kind of a story, a coming of age, finding music, uh, save the farm story. <laughs> and it, it had always kind of followed me and when we had started looking for a name there was coincidentally a a patch of woods behind our guitar player's grandmother's house and it was called the limber lost and so it was just something that came up and we decided to research it where the name came from and there's a there's a backstory about a, a guy who got lost out there and the limber lost is named for him 
and kind of his story about how he found his way out and how that affected his life and and his choices and things like that. So, well, so you guys, that's 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 much better than the story that I told. Yeah. <laughs> we've had a, we've had a few good interpretations of that yeah. name. Um, yeah, so we'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, by the way, and I know you know this, you get told this all the time, Crystal, but you've got an amazing voice. Oh, thank you. Thank you very, very much. Well, when did you when did you discover that you had the pipes that you have? You know, there was never a point in my life where I didn't sing. And it took a long time for me to actually realize that not everybody could sing. It was just a natural thing that I would do. And even when I was little, I have... I have songs in my head that I was writing and orchestrating when I was like four or five years old, you know? So it was just always the thing that we did. There were always instruments in the house. And my dad was a guitar player, rock and roll guitar player for a long time. So it was just the thing to do and the thing to pick up and, and enjoy. And uh, I remember I was in church one time and there was an older gentleman who was standing in front of me and and I was probably 10 and he kept turning around and looking at me and I was so confused. And at the end, he came up to my mom and said something about about my voice. And that was kind of when I had the, the moment of like, oh, this this isn't this isn't the same way for everyone. I remember kind of processing that at that age. When did you discover that you could sing rock and roll? Rock and roll? Uh, again, my dad was a rock guitar player, so my first onstage experience was singing with him in, in a reunion band that he was playing with um, from the good old days, and I sang old-time rock and roll with my dad on stage. Oh, that's pretty so cool. So that was, yeah, it was, it was a good memory, good experience. So, yeah, and so because there's a difference between singing in church and singing is, rock and roll. yes. Yes, definitely, definitely. And I think that's something actually that that maybe Michael agree that since we started that that's something that I've grown into more over the years, um, just being on stage and being in front of people and, and finding my own way in stage presence and connecting with songs and connecting with lyrics and things that I think that's something that that I've definitely grown into being more and more comfortable sounding like myself rather than having to feel like I need to emulate somebody else. And you and Brittany make a terrific pair yeah. Yeah. of singing harmonies and stuff. You know, when I first met her, I, I said, well, are you the lead singer? And she said, no, I'm just the background singer. No, no, sing. she's not. She is, she's way more than that. So, so she is one of the vocalists of Limberlost. She does sing lead every once in a while, but the, the magic in our voices is that that she's in a register just a bit higher than I am. And we share something in, in the quality of our voice that blends so well. So there's just the perfect place for her to sit a third above me in a lot of the songs that we sing that that just ends up being something that that brings a lot of energy and is something that we can use as a tool stylistically and you know dynamically on stage the way we're able to work together and play off of each other she also does like all of our vocal arrangements so anything you're hearing as far as like background vocals and harmonies and things she is the one who is who is putting that together and directing that when we're recording stuff like that so she's she is so much more than just the background singer don't let her tell you that <laughs> well, okay. I'll correct her the next time that I, yes. that I see her. Thank you. Um, 
But the other thing is that there's another Seattle band that you may have heard of that features <laughs> two females that Gee. that have got wonderfully powerful voices. I don't know if you've, I, let's see, if I can't remember. Let's see. It's, it's ringing a bell. Nir I don't Nir know. Nirvana? <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't Nirvana. Maybe it was like heart. Uh, Maybe that heart was my dad's it. dream was for me to be Ann Wilson. I was. I was raised on the sisters Ann and Nancy for sure. So, and it it took us a few years, but we did eventually pick up a cover song that we're doing. Um, we do. We play straight on by heart um, because it's kind of obligatory being a, a Seattle-ish based band and having two front women. So, yes, so we had to. We had to. You're actually, are you all from Redmond or are you from the greater Puget Sound area? Most of us are, are like South Puget Sound, Puyallup, Tacoma, that kind of area. Brittany's the one who's from up north. I think John might be up north now. So we're a little little federal, bit farther spread apart, but we're home base is kind of in Puyallup. Yeah, we got a couple federal way people. Yeah. And and Michael does something. He plays the drums and he does, he does something, something that I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine doing what you do because because i how did you learn to independently operate each foot and each hand from each other right i can't give you the answer i gave you last time why not uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. he's been warned <laughs> <laughs> he's been warned yeah okay. uh yes uh you know it's i uh well it, i think it just comes down to you know you, you it's just something you work at i I don't know. It just, it, it, it happens. You just, it's a feel kind of thing. Um, it's like dancing. You know, but it's definitely something you've got to work at. I mean, anything in music, I think, you know, whether you've got natural ability or not, uh, you know, if you're really going to cultivate it, you know, there's, there's a discipline and that you have to put into it. You have to practice, you have to, you know, you have to stretch yourself a little bit. Um, and you also have to know what, what you know, be, be honest, what kind of player you are. I think one of the cool things about Limberlost is, is we don't really try and run outside of our, of our abilities and who we are you know we bring it together and you know just play strong you know and, and yeah. that's uh, it's better to play that way and serve the song that way than it is to try and do a bunch of stuff you know a bunch of gymnastics just to try and impress you know press other musicians and stuff so it's kind of like that's that's kind of always been my approach uh-oh uh-oh spaghettios <laughs> well well crystal <laughs> let's continue until he comes sure back. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't know what it is about you guys, but Bridget had the same, or uh, Brittany had the same problem last week. Anyway. I know, I know. <laughs> and I just had my internet connection repaired, so so we you're, should be okay. You and you're me. good to go. Yeah, now, absolutely. There, you have multiple songwriters in the band. Yes, we do, and that is, I think, one of my favorite aspects of being in this band. Much in the way that, like, um, in Fleetwood Mac, you have different songwriters, so you have you have your place in your genre, you have the music that you make, but there's still distinction between each of the songs because they've originated from a different person or in a different set of circumstances. Some of our songs were just like riffs that the guys would jam on for months and months and months before I ever put lyrics to them. Some of them were songs that I would wake up at 2 a.m. in the morning and run out to the garage and, you know, record on my iPhone and we'd, you know, turn into a song that way or you know we've got mike who's written several of our songs or we've got tony on keyboards who's written several of our songs myself and Brittany have written several of our songs so it's uh it's a great way 
to have like variety, but still have a cohesive sound because once we've written the songs, we're in the room together developing the sound and the flavor of the songs as we're preparing them for the road or for recording. You know, it's interesting because, and I'm not, I'm not sure that a lot of people know this, but there are people who can write music mm-hmm. and there are people who write lyrics. And sometimes, as an example, Elton John and Bernie Taupin, they are not the same person. Bernie sometimes, writes, yeah. He writes all the lyrics and Elton John does the music. Um, but Elton John has openly admitted he can't write lyrics to save his life. So, really? I didn't actually know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See? That's fascinating. You see what that's what happens when you get older and you've been around a long time. <laughs> you gain, you Learn just, something new every day, though. It's important. Yeah, you, gain loosers, lo- you, gain, you gain information that nobody cares about. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> who's the lyricist in the band, or do you have multiple people to do that too? Again, that's multiple people um, for a song like Babylon. If you go back and listen to our first album, that's a song that Mike wrote. And he kind of took a riff that the guitar player was playing and turned it into a song. Um, If you listen to Good Fight, which is one that we'll be playing, I believe, at the end of the show today, that's a song that I wrote from start to finish. I arranged the music and, and wrote the lyrics, and then we brought the sound together as a band. Brittany has written a couple of our songs in the garden and remains that are on the second album. So it's just, just kind of defense. Tony, our, our keyboard player brought a piece of a song long way from home. He brought the chorus and some of the music arranged as an idea. And then I, I put additional lyrics to that and it became kind of a, a cooperative lyric writing on that one. So again, many different origination stories for each of the songs that we have. I know you guys get together a couple of times a week to practice, mm-hmm. yeah. but when you re- you released the Good Fight album and you went on Spotify and started looking at the number of streams that it was accumulating, did you guys like go there and go, I got to look again, I got to look again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. It's been kind of also a bit of a slow slope up that, you know, we, you put something out on Spotify as a, a relatively unknown band. Um, and then over time, things start getting picked up on playlists and those those stream numbers start creeping up and all of a sudden, like I personally, I don't, I don't tend to keep an eye on that stuff. I don't keep tabs on it, but Mike will, every once in a while, he'll, he'll shoot us a message and be like, Hey, Hey, are you guys looking at this? Did you guys see what's going on? Or like, you know, right after a music video releases or something, he'll be like, Hey, you guys see this, check this out. And it's really, really cool. It's really, really exciting. There he is. And Mike, <laughs> hey, You made it. I'm telling you, me and technology. <laughs> It happens. Yeah. yeah. It, it happens. No, we were just talking about uh, the the um, formula that you guys use to write songs and who all are songwriters and lyricists. And turns out that you guys are pretty much an ensemble band. Would that be yeah. fair? Yeah. 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 It's like a big bag of cats. We get <laughs> wet ones. You have to chase and them. Then, <laughs> then we start clawing each other and then we throw it out in the room and see what happens. And there's a yeah. song. So, yeah. There you go. I gotta ask you you guys have been together for a while now what's it like um being together and and uh with a it's a six-piece band right yes correct how do you manage the egos how do you manage the the people and the, the normal course of life that people go through Ooh, can i show my pistol on question. can i show my pistol on this no <laughs> <laughs> No, to me, to me, band is family. Like you spend that much time with people and then you do that thing where the honeymoon wears off 
and you start to get a little bit more real and a little bit more raw with each other and people have conflict naturally and you have to be willing to set that aside for the tour for the project for the recording whatever it is and and when we're able to do that we're able to have the benefit of enjoying what we're doing right if we're not able to resolve conflict that's not good for anybody and that's something that we are you know trying to shape in our culture as a group that that we're respectful at all times toward each other that even when we're frustrated we there's appropriate ways to communicate even with somebody like that you're super comfortable around being so you get a little ugly sometimes about stuff we're 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 trying to make sure that that it's an uplifting and positive experience for everybody to be in the room we want we want to want to be at band practice you know there's there's also the aspect of the uh, you know because we've gone through changes and, and mm-hmm. you know over the years uh, and we've had different personnel we've added pieces uh, we didn't start as a six piece we started as a four piece yeah um, and so we've added members over the t- or, you know places over the time and then we've had a couple changes here and there. I think we we're we had what four keyboard players something like that Tony would say five yeah. because he played with the, he played with <laughs> one at the beginning and then we picked him back up again later but. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, it, the, the band will evolve and eventually, especially if you're doing what, what we're trying to do, the things we're trying to accomplish, the band will become, uh, will start to develop into a brand. And when the brand start, starts to solidify and crystallize itself, then the band ends up needing to serve the brand. And that will make things change and morph and, and stuff too. So, um you know, it's 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 very interesting. We've been in a season of that here as of late, and it's been kind of, it's it's nerve wracking, but it's also kind of fun because things are all, you know, you watch the you watch like barriers being knocked down, you know, because we were holding mm-hmm. ourselves back for a re- this reason or that reason. So, you know, um, I don't know. It just gets more. I think it gets just more complicated as as time goes on. <laughs> you know? It does. It does. Uh, oh, I can I can only imagine. So when you guys are together, it's what's it like now? You're pl- gonna play in Sturgis. Mm-hmm. Uh, this summer again this will be our third time yeah yes which is ex- exciting now do you have a van that you go over in or with all the equipment and <laughs> how, do, how does uh, that happen? Couple, we're motorhoming it baby we rent a motorhome and hit the road we cram eight people into a tuna can and call it a vehicle and and go <laughs> and, and, and a trailer full of gear you know and trailer full of gear yeah now when you're in the van do you have like rules Kinda. Everybody is a grown up. The rule is be a grown up, right? Like, like don't be a child about stuff. (laughs) Well, I've known I've known several bands that what they've got a they've got a hard and fast rule Mm. that uh, we have a we have a potty in the mobile home, but nobody gets to go number two. That okay? I would I would add that to our rider potentially after some of our experiences last year with a rental trailer that that went very very wrong in 100 degree heat in Sturgis with no plumber available. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's probably a good rule of thumb is to uh to be considerate of everybody's olfactory senses in, yeah. in the vicinity. Yeah. it's basically a can of of of, you know potato chip odors and and bo you know (laughs) there is one rule there is one rule that stands from some travel that we did 
early on in the game. It's probably been five years now, but it's uh, it's no tacos and Stella in combination. No, I, I was <laughs> I was going to say no Taco Bell for you. Exactly, no questionable tacos. And then pounding it back with some Stella after the show. That was that was uh, one of those nights I will never ever forget. <laughs> it's it's got to be weird, you know. You you have a husband, you have a wife, and you get used to each other and yeah. and and the the things that you know that just naturally happen. But yeah. But when you're together with six other people and you, you know each other, but you don't know each other. Laugh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you get to know each other. You do, you do. You're forced yeah. to in some circumstances, for sure, and uh, and that's part of the adventure too. Are, some of the runs are pretty long, so you run out of things to do. So a good game of pull my finger does work happen. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, uh, Mike, you mentioned that uh, the um, and by the way, we're talking with Limberlost. If you want to go to their website and buy their music, please. It's limberlostmusic.com. Um, before I ask you this question, Mike, I'm, I want to um, give my public service announcement because it is something that is near and dear to my heart, and that is that these people give their lives to music. They've spent their lives learning the trade. They're doing the best that they can to, prov to provide you with the best entertainment possible. Do not stream their music. Please, please buy their music uh, mm. because they make a little bit of money when you buy it they make i think somebody told me it was 0. 0.001 cent yeah. per um stream on like uh spotify or something so mm -hmm. when, you, when you look at two million streams that's a lot but then you have to do the actual math and that's not nearly as much but it's, it's a happy meal it's a happy <laughs> meal yeah yeah so please, 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 and this goes to any musician that you are uh, like or infatuated with, mm -hmm. please buy their music. Um, buy the music, go out to the shows, live show attendance is a great way to support music that you love. Um, you know, buying the merch, repping the merch, uh, getting the word out, sharing links, YouTube links, things like that, anything like that. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't have, if you can't afford to, to monetarily support the bands, you can still be part of the crew by by sharing and word of mouth and all of that kind of stuff too. Indeed, yep. indeed. Now I need to take a break, but when we come back from this break, Mike said that the the uh, band had a mission, has a mission statement, and has a desire to do something with Limberloss. So when we come back from this break, we're gonna I'm gonna ask you that question. So you got two minutes to prepare, sir. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> You're listening to Positive Talk Radio on KIXI, and uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Hey, PTR loyal listener. First, thanks for being in my dream. And second, I have a new concept in business to share with you. It's called socialpreneurship. So what's that? Well, it's the idea that any company designates all profits beyond expenses to be awarded to a local or international charity or project which is working to achieve good in the world. KM Media is such a company. We believe that it's important for us to give back whenever possible and to make great things happen. 
So I hope you'll join us in creating this new business model that will positively impact all of us. In the next few weeks, we will lay out the plan and begin our fundraising efforts. So stay tuned for more details right here on Positive Talk Radio. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey, thanks for listening to Positive Talk Radio. Did you know that we're also a media production company? Well, surprise, we are. We can create all kinds of audio, video products to fill any need. Please visit kmmedia.pro backslash our dash store for a complete list of products and services. In addition, do you need a great voice to add to your own website or any other project? I know that we can add depth and quality to your work. I've been told more times than I can count by many professionals in the business that my voice adds to the quality of the presentation. So let me create something for you. Please contact me at Kevin at KMmedia.pro and let's create something great. And welcome back to Positive Talk Radio here on KIXI. If you're wondering why we're on Kixie, it's because we started doing this about a month ago. And so we get to be on Friday at three o'clock every week on Kixie. The rest of the time we're on KKNW. So Monday, Wednesday. So the show goes like this Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Friday. So we did a show on K. KKNW earlier today and then Kixie now. And then we'll be on, we're on Monday and Wednesday on, <coughs> on, uh, um, KKNW. And so, Mike, you disappeared there for a second, but now you're back. So the, this is all good. Uh, so I wanted to ask you, now you are the drummer slash manager person of the band. Chief Kurt. Cat Wrangler. Chief Cat <laughs> Wrangler. And you guys really have a mission. What is your mission and what do you hope to achieve? Me, girls. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, no, you know, it's that's a well that's an open-ended question i wouldn't I, I wouldn't really call it a mission as much as there's a vision you know and that mm-hmm. is is that you know there's uh, the opportunity for us to go out and 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 uh do things in the music business you know the music business is a really fragmented monster nowadays um you know the uh, there used to be this or at least there was this perceived way that you got you know you, you made it through the you know, through the, you know, through the scene, so to speak, and how you advanced and got signed and, you know, and all this stuff. And there's a lot of, you know, misinterpretations of what all that really looked like and still looks like today. And then all of a sudden, you know, streaming took over and Napster and, you know, internet and everything's, you know, everything's free to everybody. And you made a comment and I appreciate you saying that about reaching out mm-hmm. and supporting, you know, you know, stuff. And, and, and as Crystal said too, the engagement and, sharing what we're doing and talking about it and stuff that really helps too. Um, but, um, you know, the, uh, it, it's like all of a sudden everybody in the music business makes money except the musician. 
know, it's like you pay the photographer, you pay the, and I'm, I know there's some photographers around that come out and do some mm -hmm. cool stuff for us for almost nothing. And we've had some really cool people lean into us and help us out. But, you know, I'm saying in general, you know, there's, you know, PR work, you know, you don't get on the radio and I'm not, you know, when I'm like on, on a national program, you know, programming and stuff like that, that doesn't happen, you know, just because you're good. That happens because somebody's paying to put you in there. And um, whether that's a record label or you're doing it yourself or you have an executive producer or what have you. So we started learning all this stuff as we've been going and, and it, it just made it kind of interesting to try and navigate through it. And then uh, and then thing, other things started happening. It was kind of like we just started getting opportunities that just you just wouldn't think a band like ours was going to get. And um, and I think it was partially just because I think we had a certain tenacity. Uh, I think, you know, I think we're a good band, obviously, you know, obviously I think we're a good band, but there were just some things that uh, opportunities that would pop up. And then all of a sudden we were able to go after those and, and, and wrangle those things in. And, and it allowed us to start experiencing more and more of what the music business was and also meeting people. Uh, we've got an incredible team of people around us. Um, yeah, absolutely. Some pretty big names too. You know, I mean, our, our producers, you know, uh, that's uh, produced Good Fight, which you're going to play here in a little bit. And one of my personal mentors, uh, he's worked with, I mean, I'm not going to name drop. I'm just saying you could go to his website and you'll see the, the people this guy's worked with over the years. And and then we've got Paul, our uh, management company, Paul Crosby uh, with the rock band Saliva. Um, you know, there's some other guys that we've worked with, uh, the Loggins Group, the uh, uh, Concrete Marketing and Bob uh, over there in Nashville. And, you know, you know just folks that, you know, and then we've got the Vaughn Artist Boys, you know, those guys. Mm -hmm. are, are yeah. Food, Publishing. Theater, you know? And and it's just like, you know, all of a sudden, you know, we're seeing this this idea turn into something that's more than just a bunch of people getting together and playing music. You know, there's a performance part of it. There's a travel. There's uh, investment. Uh, but there's also these opportunities where we can take our music and, and do things with it um, that maybe we didn't think we were going to be able to, you know, or people. It's a village. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Stuff, so uh, that's kind of what we're doing right now. We're, we're moving. We're, we're moving into more trying to get more of a national. I actually have, I can't even, you know, I, I don't know that it's going to turn into anything, but I do have a very in, incredible, in my world, incredible call that I'm going to be on right after I get off of this that, could add to that, could change something for us. Well, I want you to keep in mind a couple things. Keep in mind, first of all, you you are going to accomplish what you believe that you can do. Yeah. So Absolutely. I want you to change your the the thing of I think we're a good band to we are a great band and I want you to say that we are going to have a national presence. We are going to do some great stuff. But I have a really really important question to ask both of you now mike sure. is frozen again so we'll see what happens we'll get him back oh, there he, he is he back just so, in time there is a rock band called saliva and why didn't they yes. just call themselves spit <laughs> that's one of those questions for that. the ages isn't it I, I just, I'm sorry, just had to, because there, there are rock bands that I've never, obviously I've never heard of that are in the local scene. Now, you guys have been in the local scene for a while. Is it changed mm -hmm. from Nirvana days and, 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 you know, uh, Alice in Chains and those, has, has the scene really changed a lot since then? complicated question. I think in some ways, yes. In some ways, no. I think that definitely, definitely put Seattle on the map for sure. And it had an influence over 
so much of what has has come afterwards the uh the challenge though is like how to take that and become like the next level the next generation of seattle music like what is what are what is the current thing happening in seattle and and kind of keeping an eye on that but for us it's never been it's never been like seattle being our goal per se it's always been you know we've had our eyes on the big national prize as long as as long as we've been able to and now that we're starting to be able to do that by traveling out to sturgis and big festival in montana that we're going to play rock in the rivers and things like that um you know it's uh it's interesting to see things shift and change because in the internet age that we're in now the game is changing every day i mean you know nine or ten months ago the goal was do something with your streaming or do something online and and you know you're going to get connected with record companies in this way but the target is just is always moving and you have to you have to stay flexible and you have to be willing to try things and do things that nobody else is doing and rather than just kind of uh you know living on on what you know the legacy the legacy is part of who we are as seattle musicians but it's it's about what we do with that legacy you know no, I I get it completely because at like what I'm doing with uh, Positive Talk Radio, mm-hmm. we are on the radio, we are on YouTube, Facebook, yeah. Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on all of those things, and we are doing the podcast and going to 50 some odd locations. So you can go to positivetalkradio.net and you can find us quite a lot, but you've got to. If you're yeah. going to get out there and you don't, if your name isn't like, I don't know, Jimmy Kimmel or yeah, Jimmy, somebody exactly. like that, You've yeah. got to develop it from a, a, a period of time. And, and yeah, and you have to be willing to try all of the different avenues and to not take no for an answer. I think that's that's one of the reasons why we're doing what we're doing and, and where we are is because Mike doesn't take no for an answer. That guy's a bulldog. And I'll tell you that while well, he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> he's he will he will catch a scent on the wind and he will go and he will knock on the doors until it's absolutely slammed in our face and if that happens we walk around it we find another door you know um you know the first time i just got to mention this because sure. the first time that i talked to mike i was concerned that i wouldn't be able to get a word in edgewise for the <laughs> entire hour and he's driven he's (laughs) definitely driven and motivated which is wonderful because uh, you know there's this perception about being a front person for a band that that person is the band leader or the band director and in our case that's the reason why i'm able to do what i do is because mike does what he does i am not that personality who can go out and get us the gigs and get us the bookings um he mike makes it possible for me to be an artist he makes it possible for me to to learn and grow in what I'm doing and to love my part of the job. And he takes care of all of the paperwork to which I am extremely allergic. So. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, Mike, uh, she just called you a bulldog. Just thought I you did. Like to know. Mm-hmm. There was a guy bulldog that interviewed me. Bulldog. Barriers. That's his, that's his job. <laughs> you, you, you had a bulldog interview you. Uh, well, interviewed her. <laughs> yes, there was there was a radio personality who who interviewed uh, I interviewed with uh, that was a very uh, entertaining interview. And that's one of our, our band stories is that he uh, he decided that that Limberlost wasn't good enough and he was going to call us Lumberlust. So, yeah, oh. yeah. yeah, well, I uh, don't think so. Because <laughs> go ahead, Mike. 
No, so it's Texas guys. You know, he's from Texas. He was, uh, he just, he just had a thing going. Well, and he had a, he had a stick to his show too. So that kind of fit into it. But sometimes you don't know, you know, you go on these shows, sometimes you really don't know what you're walking into until you, until you, uh, radio interviews are like a box of chocolates. (laughs) You never know what you're going to get. And it might be a black, so you never know. Um, well, you you had, you had a question, and I was really intrigued by it, but then I buzzed out. You said something about the Seattle scene. It was, and then I. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. What was that? What was your question? And then because I I just heard you start basically, it. And then I... Basically, the question was, you know, um, grunge and and Nirvana and Alice in Chains and all those guys. Has it changed to now from then? Is it a lot different? Or do I, is the sea is there still a seattle sound i guess would be a good well question. well that yeah well, i mean is jimmy a seattle sound is heart a seattle sound i you know i that's a really tough question this is what i'll say about seattle seattle has some of the most talented musicians you'll find on the planet um there's there's just incredible people that come out of this area um the the scene itself i think it ebbs and flows just like anything else that um you know, um, the thing about rock and roll, is, you know, they say rock and roll will never die. Well, no, it won't, you know, but it morphs and mm-hmm. it uh, changes. Yeah, it changes. And, and you have to be able to also, I think, in a sense, be able to encapsulate something and put it where it belongs and say, yeah, we had this grunge and this grunge metal era that pretty much kind of stopped being, a, you know, a phenomenon, you know, a couple decades ago, actually. Uh, but there were some great bands that came out of that era, and they're still out there playing. And they can say the same thing about the 80s and, and stuff. And that there's now, you know, it's, I think sometimes, I run into this in other cities that we play in too sometimes. Sometimes I think we get so stuck on that we've still got to try and hold on to something that we don't create any room for something new to develop. Um, and, um you know, and and again, most of these bands that you're talking about, they didn't really, they they didn't really bust loose here. They went somewhere else and busted loose and right. came back. So, That's true. Um, you know, uh, you know, Seattle, I think, is a great farm for musicians, and mm-hmm. you know, because it's a great place to be from. You know, um, but uh, it can be a real struggle sometimes because there are so many musicians and so many people and stuff, and and just to be able to, I, our producer said this to me a long time ago, and he said, Mike, he goes, you can be the fastest car at NASCAR and you can be the fastest horse at the Kentucky Derby. He goes, but if you're running with the pack, you probably will never win. You have to find your own lane. True. Uh, so it's, it's really about that for us. Uh, it's like, I support people around here. I, I I'm happy for them, but we're just, we're not trying to fall into that. We're not trying to be a part of something else. We're just trying to be us and, mm-hmm. and a community of support, you know, support the community and so forth. But, but you know, I think the best way we can support the community is show is is uh, set an example, you know, and yep. uh, go out and show show people, hey, you know, you can fight your way out, you can get mm-hmm. your out there, you can you can get these big shows. This is this is possible, you know. Yeah. And you don't have to have a big record label and, you know, some big you know mega warbucks uh, you know guy behind you with millions and millions of dollars. Eventually, you will need that, and that's kind of what. That's kind of where we are now. Yeah, but you know what? We've got some people, you know, we've got some yeah. people that are interested in some of our new material and, and there's going to be some of that uh, possible support out there. So, but, you know, two years ago, I wouldn't have been able to tell you that. And I probably didn't even know that, you know, uh, it's, it's, it, for me, it's been a maturation process of, of finding the right people to listen to. Um, and that's a real tough thing too. 
because everybody thinks you know everybody in the music business thinks they knows them know everything about the music business just ask them you know so <laughs> you know it's really it's really a struggle to go out and find people that really know what they're talking about that don't have dated or you know jaded information um and there can be a lot of that in a in a, in a community like this it's so rich and steeped with history so uh but yeah there's some incredible musicians around here and i uh Absolutely. And I think, I think you're going to see some cool stuff come out of here, right? You know, as long as it's allowed to. Yeah. Who's going to stop it? Oh, never mind. Honestly, like self-limiting mentality is, I mm -hmm. think, the one thing that, that we've been able to overcome is by, by not saying, oh, that's too big for us or, oh, that's too hard or that's too far or anything like that. And it, you know, because it's so easy to make a self-fulfilling prophecy about about the big scary goals and the big audacious goals that you that you that you want to make. And if you don't put those into words and if you don't put that into action in trying to make it happen and you know, then then yeah, it is never gonna happen. You know, it's easy, it's 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 easy to to let things pass you by and to to just kind of do what works you know, in the hometown. And when you go out on a big stage, you're, you, you suddenly become the smallest fish in the pond when back home, you were, you were one of the big guys. Right. So you have to be, you have to be willing to, to, to be humble and you have to be willing to learn and to grow and to, uh, to be respectful of the people that you're working with. Like, you know, when you're traveling and you're running into other bands and sound crews and things like that, and you have to be willing to put energy into the people who put energy into you, the people who come to your shows, you have to be willing to, to, uh, you know, be a real, a real person in a way sometimes, you know, for me, that's something that's important is that, that people are able to connect with us on a, on a personal level as well. So. Crystal, you seem like a well, very okay. down-to-earth woman and a very, well, very, very grounded, if you will. And thank you. and Mike, I'm short, so it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think your whole band is that way. But I got to ask you: this is a very, very, very important question, Crystal. I'm ready. You've got an incredible set of pipes. Thank you. What do you think thank of Auto Tune? <sighs> oh, Mike is down there laughing. <laughs> Because for those, let me explain. For those of you who don't yes. who don't know, and mm -hmm. you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you can now become a musician, a singer, and you can actually go into a studio and be a really mediocre singer, but they can correct it with something called auto tune that they can now even take to the venues, and they can yeah. do it there so so the the artistry of what mm -hmm. you guys do is i think being uh, lost in a way because now more people can do it who don't deserve to be in that room does that make sense it does it does and that's that's going to be one of those things that in 30 years it'll be really interesting to look back right on like all the stuff that's happening with ai and chat gpt and autotune it's kind of all of this emerging stuff and i mean people didn't realize that autotune has been around for a while and it was being used in secret for a long time before people realized it and share came out and and was like ta-da this is what we're doing you know made it kind of a mainstream thing and um it is 
I, I live on the edge of it being something that like, yes, there's a time and a place for it, but do I think we should be auto tuning Michael Buble live on television? Absolutely not. Like, like there's, there's like an age that I don't want to lose in, in the idea that a perfect note is not always the right note. Listen to blues, listen to jazz, listen to angsty rock, right? When you are, when you are singing and the emotion comes through and all of a sudden the note is a little sharp or you're portraying an emotion and it, it pulls the pitch down. Those things are so important in the communication, in the performance. And I don't want that to get lost. And the thing that, that scares me is so much of, of the, the radio music is so perfectly tuned and so perfectly correct that, that what a natural human voice is capable of, which is obviously not perfection. We can't sing that perfectly. Or it's just not possible. The thing that worries me is that people are going to be so used to that sound of perfection on the radio that that they'll lose appreciation for the artistry and they'll lose appreciation for the, you know, the singer who came out on stage and was having, you know, was sick as a dog, but came out and sang anyways. And now their, their voice is a little gravelly and they're, they're emoting more because they have to communicate differently inside of a song because of how their body is working on that day. You know, to me, there's, there's so much richness in, in the humanity of singing that that i don't want that to get lost you know whenever i listen to those types of songs mm -hmm. they lack the emotion yes mm -hmm. yeah well, from the real person you, you can do the same thing with the instruments too and and mm -hmm. i i do have to throw this out there okay number one when you listen to any of our recordings uh i can tell you as the person that's been on the back back knob of these things we very rarely if at all ever have to tune her if anything, okay. we'll go in and correct a small place because we'll find a performance that gives the emotion that we want. And maybe something didn't quite get where it needs to be and we'll just kind of nudge a little something around, but yeah. auto-tuning an entire track, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah, and you can do the same thing with the instruments. And, you, mm -hmm. and the yeah. problem with that is, is that, you know, as you take emotion out of, uh, you know, out of singing, you can take tension out of the, uh, you know the musical performances yeah. uh you know sometimes having a beat that drags just a little bit yeah maybe isn't you know maybe didn't stay right on the click through a section but because of drug it created a certain type of tension that mood. maybe just yeah. created that created a mood and 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 i think you know sometimes they're happy accidents sometimes they're excuses <laughs> sometimes <laughs> sometimes but sometimes you know that's exactly what you want to do and i know mm -hmm. i've had to do that with my my uh, engineer a couple of times say, no, don't fix that. I, I yeah. want it like that, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, and stuff. So, um, you know, that's, uh, it, it, you know, I don't know, man, technology is bizarre. I, mm. I don't know. Somebody told me I was wrong about this the other day. I go, I, you know, the only thing is I don't think you're going to see AI mosh or body surf, uh, yes. but, you know, I mean, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I don't know. But I, as a musician myself, and as long as I get to do this stuff, I still hold reverence to those guys you know, back in the seventies and eight, you know, early eighties and stuff that were doing the stuff to tape, they didn't have the ability to go in and they had to be good at what they did. And that's why there were so few of them, you know, yeah. um, yep. they, were, they were special. And uh, yep. I think we're taking the specialness out of our industry and out of our artistry. Um, Speaking of special guys, we're going to run out of time. And it happens to me every time. We're gonna run out. <laughs> but, I, 
but I want to make sure that we get uh, uh, the song in that we're going to play next. And so to set it up for me. What are, what are we going to listen to? We're listening to a song called Good Fight. That is a song I wrote initially uh, really quickly about my relationship with my husband. But when we recorded it, released it in 2020, there was a lot going on in the world. There was a lot of, you know, violence and riots and things. And and the song grew up into something that we we treat as our kind of our battle song, our call to humanity again of, of just like we have to fight for each other instead of against each other or we're never going to get anywhere. I love that because ultimately we are all one yeah um and i thank you i want to thank mike and crystal from limber lost for coming on i've really enjoyed this hour it's been this it's has been, been great thank you so much yeah, for the support man it's been it's been my pleasure and uh and with that um we're gonna we're gonna go into that song we're gonna be able to play about four minutes of it it's a seven minute piece but but you'll get a good flavor for the the music and the style and then go to limberlostmusic.com and buy the dang thing would you play <laughs> thank you so much man thanks thank buddy thanks Kevin. The, you're welcome guys and thank you and you'll have to come back will you do that absolutely 100 absolutely great um by the way Eric, take it away, but in the meantime, take care of each other and be kind to one another because each other's all we've got. Absolutely. Empires rise and fall And seasons make way for the changes And some things don't stay the same at all These thoughts and paint them on the sides Less than hanging around today This tangle of misunderstandings We've been dragging around again Cause I won't let you go No, we're not going down We're not going under It's a good fight worth fighting